Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Wednesday. I'm doing something today I have never done before. I don't know why. I think it was both to encourage myself and to encourage you. And what is that? What am I trying to encourage you to do? To pick your Bible up and read it. And read it with open eyes and wonder. The Bible. The book most owned by people, but probably the least read. So here's what I did. I love the book of Psalms. I'm not one to spend a lot of time memorizing scripture. I probably should. Obviously, you know, I read it enough. I study it enough. There's things I got at the top of my head. But I thought I'm going to pick a number. And there are a lot of Psalms. I'm going to pick a number of a Psalm that I could not tell you off the top of my head what that number Psalm is, you know, obviously Psalm 23, things like that. People know, I don't know why I picked Psalm 41 and here's what I'm going to do to show you the excitement and wonder that you can have picking up your Bible and just reading it with zero preparation or study. I'm not even sure what point I'm trying to make. I'm going to read Psalm 41 from the King James. It's poetic to read aloud and we're just going to see what we got here. So here we go. Psalm 41. It's not that long, don't worry. It's only 13 verses. I think you'll enjoy this play-by-play. Blessed is he that considereth the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. My listeners, what can we take from that one little verse? Heck, you could ponder that all day. When you aren't doing good, and you're going, God, where are you? Maybe the first question you should ask yourself, where were you? When there were people that needed help, did you help them? Did you listen to them? The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive, and he shall be blessed upon the earth, and that will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. So the person that remembers the poor, so that when they're in trouble, God's listening to them. God's going to preserve them. He's going to keep them alive. And doesn't mean going to make you rich. Doesn't mean you're not going to have troubles and trials. But it's going to make you blessed. And what's blessed in God? Blessed is someone who walks with the Lord, who has faith. The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou wilt make all his bed in his sickness. You look out for the poor. You're in bed. You're sick. Maybe you've had COVID. God's going to be there. But it all goes back to the beginning. Were you looking out for the poor? Were you looking out for those in your community? I said, Lord, remember he's in his bed of sickness. I said, Lord, be merciful unto me. Heal my soul for I have sinned against thee. That's smart, David. That's smart right there. That's a smart thing. Heal my soul. And what's the thing in my soul I need healing the most? The sins that I've done against God. Lack of faith. Not following the commandments. Not living my faith. 
Oh, and he's not just worried about his soul and what God thinks of him. He has enemies. King David goes on, mine enemies speak evil of me. When shall he die in his name? Perish. Ooh, see, one thing I like about the Psalms is David, he does not sugarcoat much. He pretty much tells it like it is. And if he is wishing death upon his enemies, he's happy to tell you. And I've got to say, throughout my life, I've had enemies. And there were many a moment, I thought to myself, even when in the prior moment, I was praying that if that enemy of mine would have dropped dead, I probably would have had a smile on my face. Now, that's not a good thing, but that is a real thing. And the Psalms are real. And if he come to see me, he speaketh vanity. His heart gathereth iniquity to itself. When he goeth abroad, he telleth it. All that hate me whisper together against me. Against me do they devise my hurt. Now, David is being smart right there. But I also think he's showing our human nature that it's hard to keep out the noise. It's hard to ignore those that hate us. You know what I'm saying? We should ignore it. We shouldn't pay attention to it. All we should be worried about is the Lord and what he thinks. But we can't do it. We listen to those whispers. We listen to the gossip. It's not a good idea. What does that gossip become to David? He goes on here. What does he say? An evil disease, say they, cleaveth fast unto him. And now that he lieth, he shall rise up no more. Man, his enemies really don't like him. To them, he is a disease. They just want him to be dead, to never bother them again. Yea, mine own familiar friend in whom I trusted, which did eat of my bread, hath lifted up his heel against me. Man, he doesn't just have enemies. His own friends have risen up against him. Isn't that the worst, by the way? Isn't that the worst? I look back in my life, and the things that are the absolute most disappointing, most hurtful, is when people that were great friends, even some of your best friends, become, I don't know if enemy is the right word, but you ain't friends no more. You don't want to see them. They don't like you, and you don't like them. That's tough. Well, David was dealing with the same thing. They lifted their heel against him. So he's talking about his enemies and his friends, and he wants some of them to die. And then he goes on back to the Lord, back from the beginning when he was reminding us that we better be willing to help the least of us before we go to the God and say, help me. But thou, O Lord, be merciful unto me and raise me up that I may requite them. By this I know that thou favorest me because mine enemy doth not triumph over me. You know, on the surface, some people might say that's not a very Christian thing to say. Give me favor, help me win, triumph over my enemy. But again, whether that's the kind of prayer God would want him to do or not, it's real, which is why I think it's exactly the type of prayer God would want us to do. It's not the Christian prayer and it's not the Jewish prayer. It's just you pray, you talk to God, you tell him how you're feeling. Right or wrong, no matter how it sounds. 
Have a conversation. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what evil thoughts lurk in your heart. Why lie to him? Why have words come out of your mouth that don't represent how you're really feeling? One may argue that if you're not willing to do that, how's he really going to transform you? If you're not willing to show the darkest, ugliest parts of your heart and soul, is he listening? Is he going to transform you if you can't be that transparent? He goes on. And as for me, thou upholdest me in mine integrity and settest me before thy face forever. What is the integrity of David? Set in his face before God. His desire, in spite of David's faults, his sins, his weaknesses, his ill feelings towards others, David's propensity to kill what he does not like, he still has the great desire to be before God. And then, as he ends pouring out his soul, showing his faith, showing his ugliness, showing his sin, showing his desire for righteousness, blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting and to everlasting. Amen and amen. Even when you don't feel like it, give thanks to God. Even when you don't feel like it, pray. Don't be afraid to pour out your heart, just like David did, even when you want to kill your enemies, even when you know you need to be helping the poor and you're not, even when you want God to be merciful to you but not to your enemies. You pour it out. You be honest. Expose your heart. Be real. There's too much, like, fakeness in churches today. Heck, there's too much fakeness in society. People not honest about how they feel and what they believe and the labels they're going to get. It's just all bogus. Don't fall for that trap. You want to get real? You want to know how to transform yourself? You don't want to know how to be transparent? Read a little Psalms. I just randomly picked a number, 41. And I read it. And I just read it to you. And that was your daily odyssey. I enjoyed it. I might do it again. If any of you liked it, let me know. But until next time. Ponder the Psalms. Maybe open your Bible and look back over Psalm 41 that I just read to you and riffed off of. Maybe, just maybe, you follow David's example. You're transparent and honest in your prayer. No matter how ugly it might sound, you'll be able to aim higher, spread your wings, and keep your eyes on the things that matter. I am your host, Silouan. Until tomorrow when I will be with you again. May you have a Psalmy kind of day. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.